This is Keep It Simple, a weekly discussion of significant issues regarding the Word of God and His people. Our host is Pastor Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel, Pasadena, and the Simple Truths Radio Ministries. Good day, and welcome to Keep It Simple. Glad to be here with you today. This is the weekly internet talk show with Pastor Xavier Reese. Pastor, how are you doing today? Good, good. We hope uh, everybody out there has their ears on and their heart open to what God has to share in the Word. Amen. We're looking forward to a, a productive year, great opportunities of all the Lord has done for us. Today uh, with our studio engineer, Jonathan Duran. Good day, everybody. Happy to be here. We have a very special guest. Yeah, our special guest today is Jay Lutz. And uh, Jay has uh, been very instrumental in uh, the opportunity that the Lord has blessed us with here over the Internet to present uh, his truth and uh, interview a great many people. Jay, how are you doing today? Oh, it's a privilege to be here. I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm great. Actually, I'm probably on the biggest high of my life right now. In 47 years, I have not been happier than I have been in the last uh, three days. It's pretty cool. And now cool. I'm here, so that's even like the cherry on top, Xavier. <laughs> uh, I'm super jazzed because... I was hoping we can get a guest for the first show of the year. That was kind of a little hope in the back of my mind. And uh, Jay called me on Friday night and said, hey, do you guys have a show for Tuesday? And I said, yeah, nothing in stone yet. And he goes, well, I'm going to be in town. Can I stop by? And I, I was jazzed. I was on I high. forgot. That was just Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It seems like a long time ago. Huh? And then you said, <laughs> I have to call Tony. And then you have to call Xavier. I said, never mind. Just forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But I was on a high because I'm like, wow, God like totally put this together. And Amen. I didn't even realize. The privilege that. is mine. I have to tell you, I'm so proud of you guys for, you know, I, I invented the tech, but I, I've always said it's what you're going to do with it that matters. What difference does it make if I make a wheel and nobody puts it on a car? I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you guys are the ones taking these tools and, and making something amazing and permanent out of it, yeah. you know? And we really are blessed to be able to use this opportunity to uh, uh, highlight perspective and you know we've seen the lord do some pretty amazing things over the brief period we've been we're yeah. starting our third year here Pastor yeah Jesus. sure 2015 yeah, time has flown it's actually yeah. been exactly three years yeah december of 2015 i remember we uh launched the station and actually my nephew was born on the same day <laughs> it was kind of a wild day for me wait hold on hold on <clears throat> so forgive me yeah I don't even know when everything's done. I don't, you know this, I'm not allowed to even touch the oh, stations right. anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get in trouble if I try to do, oh, I'll fix that. No, 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 no. Um, okay, so you're saying that the station launched in December of 15? It did. It Seems did. Like, I thought it was four years ago. Yeah, uh, it, it was 15. I, I do remember because, like I said, it my, wasn't 14? No, no, it was 15. Because, I, like I said, I remember we announced it in the sanctuary right. that Sunday. And then, was it the 14th? 15th? Really? Yeah. And, and then I remember because my, my nephew was born that day, in which he was born. Oh, in you would remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, right after we went to the hospital to go see him. So I, I do remember 25th. So yeah, we've only been doing it three years. but uh, and But that was just. Sundays and midweeks, right? At the time it when was. Did, right. How long did it take you before you did your first talk show? About six months, five yeah, months. We did it from Jerusalem. In 2016. That's the part yeah. that I promise you everybody yeah. in our world knows about. Yeah. The uh-huh. idea that you guys did your first talk show from a foreign country. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. chills to this day. Like That was so gutsy. But I remember we talked on FaceTime video. We did right after that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a big deal. I remember for me too because uh, 
this whole thing was so new to me. I'd only been doing it for five months. But I remember when we launched the station, you mentioned talk shows. And about 10 years ago, with our, we, I had been talking to our landline radio guy. And I remember him telling me, you know, I could see you guys doing a talk show one day. And I remember thinking, wow, that, that would be so cool. He goes, I could picture, you know, Tony kind of host, co-hosting it. Xavier wow. would be the host. Yeah. Really? He t- had this vision of a talk show. And this was probably about 10 years ago. And, and I remember wanting to do that, but not really knowing how at the time. And then once we launched the online station and you guys mentioned- You said that was 10 years ago. Uh, roughly, yeah. yeah roughly about okay, so this ago. spring will be 10 years since God put this whole idea in my head. Wow. Ten years ago, it was, a, it was spring of two thousand eight. Whoa! Um, I didn't know. I saw. A, have you ever, Xavier? Have you ever had like a, a vision? But you know, I don't mean like oh, I saw stars coming from. I mean, just an idea, concept. Sure. Mm-hmm. You can see it clearly, yeah. but you can't describe it. Yeah. And what's wow. neat is that God God directs His people. Amen. You know, God goes before us, and He takes care of these things. As you look at technology, you look at the advance. As we look back, we see how God directed and guided the apostles in the Book of Acts. And that's why the book of Acts is so important because that's the way he works in every generation. Yes. Not exact same methods, but he's there to direct and guide his people to open doors, to put people in key places and put it all together. And, um, you know, uh, Nehemiah was just sitting there, a cupbearer, and, uh, God just started, you know, directing them to talk to the people that are coming back mm-hmm. and they're telling them about the, burnt uh, walls and gates and the devastation and he's heartbroken and uh he goes to god and the king says what are you bummed out about i said well you know i'm you know my people are over there in jerusalem they're all uh overwhelmed in that and i was just wondering maybe you could let me go and god prepared the heart of the king and he was his cupbearer gave him the time and how long do you want to go you need some material i mean god put all that together and he put it in the book of chronicles and and Ezra, and it says Cyrus, you know, God, that was his anointed. And and it's the same thing today. It's no different. We may not know the names. We may not know how. But God is at work in the midst of his people all the time. Amen. Yeah, wow. And real quick, just going back to that first talk need show. need a Kleenex now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Really? <laughs> right? Let's get some napkins. <laughs> but um, going back to that first episode in Jerusalem, speaking of Jerusalem, um I remember when we started the station, I, in my mind, I kind of overcomplicated everything and I thought, okay, it's going to be this complicated thing. But once it clicked and I realized how easy this technology is. I remember is, that day. Yeah. That's why I was thinking, well, why not do it in Jerusalem? <laughs> it's all I need is an internet connection. Is that how that happened for you? In, in me. Can in I back head. up and tell this story? Uh huh. Okay. So <clears throat> what happened was what you're talking about is for the first four months or so, like every call with you was yeah. backwards. Yeah. You were complicating it so yeah, badly. I remember. But I don't even want to go down that path though, because you <laughs> feel too bad about it. Like you no, shouldn't no. feel that bad about it. No. But after about four months, there was just this day where he called me out of the blue. Yeah. And he was talking 150 miles an hour, you know, when he gets <laughs> yeah. excited. I was excited. And he's like, I get it. I get it. I get it. And then we call mm-hmm. it, we call it epiphany number one is when you finally realize how simple this is, because every client we've ever had tries to complicate this. Yeah. yeah. I was raised a preacher's kid. Twitch, Twitch, you know. I understood that if this was complicated, you would never have accepted it from the beginning. And I remember, Xavier, we know you and I talked with Chick on the phone. Right. I was, it was a warm, beautiful day, and I was out in my driveway when you and I talked that day. Mm. And I remember being on the phone with you, and I, and, and I realized within a couple of minutes, and if you recall this, I said, 
Um, I said, Xavier, hold on a second. Let's stop here. Um, do you know the purpose of this phone call? And you said, well, I, you probably just want me to be a guest on some talk shows. And I said, ooh, no, 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 no. Let's be upfront and clear here. I don't do sales calls here. Xavier, this, this conversation is about you having your own station. So we can hang up anytime you want because you weren't clear on the purpose of yeah. the call. And within 25 minutes, you said, no, this is what God wants us to do. And off and running we are. Yeah. When every client, we knew that if I had said to you, hey, Xavier, you have to buy $50,000 worth of equipment. You need to hire four people to run it 24-7. Sure. But hey, you're going to be able to go yeah. all over the world. Mm-hmm. We're not having this conversation right now. Sure. When he finally realized for himself, when John did, how simple this was, he called me up just losing his mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's the moment we live for. Yeah. And now here you are doing yeah. a talk show and because that, of it. And that's the beauty of it because mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's so simple. You don't need that much equipment. Yep. There's not a lot of money. Yep. And uh, again, the technology that God has opened up in, in, with the internet and, and that. I mean, who would ever have thought? I mean, they're constantly trying to, um, phones. Trying to tax it and control yeah. it. And, and sooner or later, they're going to one way or the other. But I'll, the I'll have is, a new invention by then. Yeah. <laughs> but God, God knew, knew about all this and he puts it together and the world will use it for evil. Uh, yeah. for gain, for fame, for everything else. But God allows the fallen world to run its course, and he will use the same technology, the same avenues for his glory through his people. He does that. You know, Pastor X, as you were uh, talking about, uh, the con- continuation of the book of Acts, how you know our situation here and how the Lord has worked and it really is a continuation of the book of Acts and the example of uh, Nehemiah and the building of the wall. How important is it for God's people to have a confidence of the Lord's hand upon their life, even though they may not see these things? You know, we're talking about this issue with uh, the radio station. We didn't see this coming. No, essentially, we really didn't no, understand. Right. How important is it for God's people to have that confidence? Very important. We always are exhorted through question. the scriptures that that God is on the throne. Amen. And that he is open to the prayers of his people. And as God moves through his people, he begins to direct his people. And then prayer is lifted to him. Really, it's God directing what he wants to do through the desires and the passions he puts in his people as they walk with him. And then he opens those doors. We don't knock down doors. We knock on doors. If they open, fine. When you, you knock doors down, you're in there all by yourself. Then you're in trouble. Uh, uh, Pastor Chuck used to always say, God guides, he provides. And that's in every way, meaning even open doors without the finance, whatever it is. He does it. Um, we don't know how he's going to do it many times. The, this very building itself with 300 people, God gave us this building. Uh, we couldn't afford it, and God gave us this building. Yeah. Um, what bank would take us? And yet they held a loan for six months until we could get in here. So it's all God's doing. So if God's in it, you have nothing to glory about. Like Paul says, what do you have that you have not received? And if you have received it, why are you boasting? And that's the very awareness that the people of God have to have. Mm -hmm. That God is going to direct and guide. God is going to be opening doors for the glory of God to save people, to instruct his body. And it's always there. To bring about his purpose. That's it. That's it. And you know, Jay, I have to think. As we're talking about that process, the spiritual process that God brings about in the lives of people, I'm thinking you've got to be an example of this because the Lord led you and directed you, and you are 
essentially the the uh, you know your point zero, your your ground zero for this technology mm. and and the way that it has worked. And how it's long how long has this uh, technology been in existence? Okay, so it's an ugly story because uh, I I did it kicking and screaming. I didn't want anything to do it. I'm lucky that I'm not a quadriplegic. That God didn't just end me because I didn't I didn't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea came around in 08. I ran from it. Well, this uh, okay. A little bit in my own defense. I'm not a techie. I tell my wife tells everybody, don't let the glasses fool you. He's not a geek. Uh, I'm a visionary. Uh, I'm a, I'm a creator. I, I you know I'm very creative artistically. Um, the idea came around in 08. Completely unqualified for this, so I didn't even bother. 2010, I tell the story. I'm sitting in uh, in church, Calvary Chapel Church. I won't say which one, but I was in a Calvary Chapel Church in 2010. It was about May, and there was a missionary from Bermuda uh, that this church supported, and he was, um, uh, you know, t- talking. and And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Why is he here? Why is this guy here? And so I went up afterwards, and I said, you know, why why are you why are, you know do you want to be here? Oh yes, I want to be here. It's great to be with you. Really. God called you to coming home every 18 months and going on tour for six months, spending $100,000 trying to raise money and awareness that you're in the mission field. That's what, that's where you want to be. He said, Oh no, no. If I could, I would never leave. God called him to the mission field to a specific place to do a specific work for a specific people. But because of the necessity of it, he has to come home every now and then. And I said, what if there was a tool? That would at least make it possible for people to be aware of where you are and what you're doing. A good example would be Chick's uh, missionary over in India who could, who got all the financial support he wanted, but he could tell people weren't praying for him. They, did, they forgot about him. Chick starts having him on a show all the time. Next thing you know, he calls and goes, I don't want to do the show anymore. I, I can feel the prayers overwhelmingly. How am I trying, what am I trying to say to you? In 2010, I'm on my way home having a knockdown drag out fight with God, driving you know down the road with my daughter asleep in the back. Because I'm saying, God, I can't do this. I'm not even qualified to do this. Are you crazy? I must be, there must be something of me in this, egotistically, to even consider this. And uh, I wasn't happy until I solved these issues and problems. We launched it in July of 2012. Uh, we sought to um, prove its, its capability. Um, and within uh, 13, 14 months... Uh, we had sold our first church station, um, which it took a long time to just to perfect what we were doing. Sure, um, and uh, and then here we are, um, and now what the Lord is doing, which you can get to later if you want, but now what the Lord is doing is just <clears throat> right back to that very first vision, Xavier. The mm. very first thing I couldn't describe, I can clearly see now. Yeah, mm. and I can tell you about that if you want to hear about it later. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Great. Pretty I amazing. Re- I remember feeling similar when we were going to launch our station about not feeling qualified. Cause like I said, yeah. I'm not a radio guy. I don't have a radio background. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, we more, don't want those. <laughs> right. I'm more uh, visual as well. Um, I got a degree for graphic design. Yeah. You're very good at that. By the way. Oh, thank you. God is good. And, and, and I remember Xavier saying, call this guy, Jay, we're going to, for the station thing. And I remember kind of feeling it's the same way. You know, I, I went ahead and did it because, I mean, Xavier's my boss and, and I'm serving the Lord. But I remember feeling 
I'm not a radio guy. <laughs> it took it took a lot of convincing. In fact, I had to call Xavier on his cell phone, I remember in the first month or two. Mm-hmm. You may not remember this, Xavier, I'm not sure if you do, and say, You need to talk to this guy, John Duran, and tell him to relax. He's the guy. He's the man. You know, we you know, it's funny because we've had clients say to us, we tell them right away, we told you guys the same thing. Don't bring us your sound engineers. Don't bring us your techs. They'll only care about how it works. That's mm-hmm. why God made them engineers and techs, because their minds think in, how does it work? Mm-hmm. I want the people that say, what do you need me to do so I can do what I'm supposed to do with it? And that's John Durant. Okay. He's perfect for this. <laughs> no, God is good. And I remember that. No, I totally remember that. And once <laughs> It was great. <laughs> and once, once I had that epiphany on how simple it was, mm-hmm. The word that came in my mind was powerful, how powerful this mm, thing is. And yeah. that's when I called you, and you guys are East Coast time. I'm on the No, West. no, no. We're just one, one, one hour ahead of you. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. But still, it was you kind of... You thought we were East Coast time. Right. <laughs> but it was, I think it was still kind of late. And I remember you saying, you know, can't you just email me and I'll read it tomorrow? But but I, I was so excited, I forgot about the time difference yeah. even. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I, I And I couldn't... I saved those. Yeah. Emails and texts and oh, screenshots wow. of all Oh, of wow. Yeah. What a trip. And I, I remember thinking, I, I can't get up on that pulpit soon enough and announce this thing to everybody because mm-hmm. of how that's powerful it was. I couldn't do it and soon And you got to think that's the Lord just leading and sure. directing because you know what? When when you have a perspective of what God wants to do, it, it creates, it kind of generates an excitement in your heart yeah. sure. to pursue it because, that, yeah. you know, that, that excitement that God works in our lives as we go about doing his will is a necessary part mm-hmm. of the chemistry of the, sure. the whole equation. Sure. And again, we're, 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 we're we get up every day knowing we're Christians and we get up every day knowing that we have to depend on the Lord to do the things he, he's going to do. And so when we come to work here at Calvary, we expect God to direct and guide us. Yeah. And we believe that what he allows during that day, he's in it. Yes. And so we look to him, we trust him, we depend upon him. And we take one day at a time and, um, you know, here we are 40 years later. I mean... Um, it, it, God takes care of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, ta- it takes though. Okay. So the way I was like the very first conversation I had with you, Xavier goes like this. So Xavier, um, what is your mission and vision? You know, it, it's that question. I always wanted to make sure that it's, that this fits, mm-hmm. you know, that this fits yeah. into what God has asked you to do, but you aren't here alone. It takes people to fulfill the visions that God has given us right. as leaders. And I say that humbly when I say I'm a leader. I don't consider myself a leader in any way, shape, or form. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a teacher. I'm not not that leader. But there's two sides to every coin. And for me, to to maybe better answer your question, how long has this been around? Well, (laughs) as long as you would have it. See, I can build it, but you need to use it. Right. And so... Well, it's dependent upon the body. There you you know, it's, pi- yeah. it's the church. That's yeah. the way the church works. Yeah. And God puts a body nothing. together. I'm nothing. Like Ephesians <laughs> says, you know, the, the body, you know, is to build each other, everyone yes. maturing to the stature of Christ. Mm-hmm. Paul gives the gifts, the different gifts, the different calling. Um, we don't have to find out or know exactly what everybody has. God puts it all together, uh, just like he's done here through the years. Uh, we don't pressure anybody to serve. We don't pressure anybody to give. We just uh, seek the Lord, teach the word, oversee the body, and he raises people up. He gives the gifts. He brings in the finances, and he is he's the head of the church. Nobody else. We're all bond servants of Christ, serving according 
and in proportion to the gifts he's given to us. And uh, we uh, pray that we trust the power and the Spirit of God to do the work uh, in us and through us, um, as the Bible says that he can. Amen. And if you need technical know-how, God will provide sure. technical oh, know-how. Oh, I had to have a lot of help. <laughs> I mean, you know, just listening to you, Xavier, right now, this is such a surreal moment for me. I mean, this is this is like emotionally surreal for me. I have never been in the presence of a client while doing a live talk. This doesn't feel like I had anything to do with it now. It's so much yours. It is the way you're doing everything you're doing. It's so yours. We kind of feel like it's ours also. <laughs> it is yours. <laughs> no, but I mean the technology. Yeah. It's yeah, like you're sure. using this thing that I made, but sure. I, I feel so removed from it uh-huh. when you're doing what you're but doing. Don't you think, Jay, don't you think that it's that's not mine. indicative yeah. of the Lord's hand right. through the yeah. whole process? Yeah. I, I, I used to say I used to be a recording artist, and um, the best songs I ever wrote came out about two to, two to three times faster than the actual length of the song. Like I'd write as fast as I could, you know, get this inspiration and blah, 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 you know. I always said, I always felt like I never, didn't even write those songs. Yeah. I, I just channeled them and they just came out from somewhere else. Yeah. This technology is the same. All I am is a curator and protector of it. That's all I am. Sure. Amen. Sure. Sure. And God has you at that post and God has other people at that. You know, when God told Jeremiah when he was thrown in jail that um, he wanted to redeem some land, some property there in Anathoth, and um, Jeremiah, I mean, he's a prophet that's weeping prophet. He's, he's been called a traitor, everything else, faithful, and yet he's in jail. And he starts doubting. How are you going to do that, God? They're taking the city over. And God says, I am the God of all flesh, the Lord God of all flesh. Is there anything impossible for me? Too difficult, too hard for me? No. And every one of us will come to those places. Amen. As God is leading and guiding the enemy's there to obstruct. I'm there sometimes in doubt. But as I keep pressing forward, going back to the Lord, the Lord's going to put it all together. All of that is necessary because none of us are perfect. None of us walk in the Spirit 100% of the time. But God is able to do that because He looks at our heart that we want to please Him, we want to do His will, and He puts it together. Uh, the Calvary Chapel movement with Pastor Chuck Smith is a perfect example of that. Um, God just raised up a bunch of people who had nothing to do with church for the most part. They weren't um, seminary educated. Hippies and surfers. And and God just raised us up and just we started just teaching the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And at times we just repeated word for word what Chuck said (laughs) on his his cassette, (laughs) 10 chapters a a night on Sunday night. There were Bible studies out there where they just played Chuck's tapes. They just played Chuck's tapes. It's true, but but well, I'm still doing that now, also. (laughs) But as people moved on, they saw God direct and guide. They matured, and God allowed them to become their own person, and God used that. And God always does that in every generation, always, because again, He is the head of the church. And the minute the church, per se, quote quote, the corporate body in any organized way, begins to be self sufficient and thinking that they have arrived and that with them is all mm-hmm. wisdom, then they kill the work of God. Absolutely. Um, God is the one that directs and guides, and, and He is able to raise up and to remove. And, um, and as Daniel, um, the book of Daniel, there with Nebuchadnezzar, as he regained his sanity, says, and there's a God in heaven, He does as He wills, and no one can say to Him, what are you doing? Amen. 
Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just. Re- I'm glad this is being recorded. Because right. I've never been face to face with you, Xavier, and I say something, and this is the second or third time that you've then spit out a story from the Bible about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be blowing up your cell phone from now on. I'm gonna run a problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, Xavier, I've got That's this awesome. issue going on with missions, so this is what's happening. Go. <laughs> well, to show you, we have a missionary. Well, not our missionary, but we have her here all the time. A real good friend. Of uh, a friend that I went to school with in high school, and his daughter is a missionary. Heather, um, is it Heather? No, Melissa, 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 Melissa. Melissa. Yes, yes, right. and she married Vincent, Uganda, an right? African, right yes. there in, in um, Midigo, and uh, and just she could never get any good teaching or 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 consistent teaching or anything, not even music. And with this station, she gets music, she gets ongoing teaching. All the time, and she shares it with other people and she out shares there. Shares with other people, yeah. which uh, for me gave me chills when she said that. Yeah. So that's just you know, like God says, freely you have received, freely give. We have never begged for money. We have never pressure. We have don't. We do not depend on men, and God just does it, and we give it up freely. And God, the this is God's ministry. I, I did a, a, a Spanish ministry just in cassette tapes for over 30 years that had gone all over the world. They began with cassette things. I did it like McGee, up just me and the microphone, the whole New Testament. God has used that for the Lord. That's a ministry that I have no idea about. We'll find out when we get to heaven. And we do from time to time yeah. hear amazing reports of people in Cuba and South America. They're playing yeah. actually in Nicaragua for some years. Right. They were playing the, your Spanish teachings on the radio without asking for permission right. or anything else. Right. And those messages have been converted digitally right. and they now go on our station 24 7 around the world to and, over a well, hundred countries yeah who knows where god's using that yeah you yeah. know it's incredible so again you see you see the good you know if i might interrupt right there this is i'm going through this right now you're humbling me with the story about melissa i know i have the email still oh i yes. keep that email yes about her hearing music and being on the bush i remember the word yeah. was the bush out in the bush yeah uh, that makes me emotional to hear about that because that's why this was created. That was the inspiration. Um, but recently, I won't say the names of them, Xavier, but recently we have a client, a new client, uh, that the Lord is doing incredible stuff with. I mean, he is changing my life right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it publicly for the first time. We're disbanding our corporations. Um, we're turning the the company into a nonprofit missions organization to be servants to servants. Mm-hmm. Um, this is literally all happening right now. Mm. Um, people involved in my company that uh, heard this, I thought we're just going <laughs> to burn the building down and run, uh, have embraced it. God is doing great things. Great. My point is this. Mm. This particular client, it's just all files, uh, crazy lengths. It's a new type of format. I'm not having to stick to 57-minute formats. It's not a live format at all. So it changes things. The point I'm making is this. They can put anything they want on there, right? They approached us with a list of pastors, and we started to look at these pastors. Now, I don't tell you what to put on. And the reason why is I qualified you. Now, you do what the Lord wants you to do. But we turn down more people than we ever let have the technology because we're qualifying that pastor. Again, what's your mission and vision? God gave me the powers of discernment for sure, the ability to discern. I have that in spades. I shouldn't say power, the gift. 
this man needs that help from me, right? So, and I love him. He sent, he's great. He sent me the, this list. On the list were two pastors who we can't play their material, their sermons, because one of them is selling them for $6 per sermon. The other one about $3 per sermon. There's more copyrights, publishing rights, and right. mechanical rights protecting this stuff than, than, you know, any band out there playing secularly. It's right. unbelievable. Yeah. I can't even play this stuff without getting sued. And I'm thinking, who wrote your Bible? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's kind of what you're speaking to. You yeah. don't know what your here. The reason you don't know what your Spanish ministry has done and has accomplished, and you'll have to wait till you get to heaven to find out, is because you freely gave it away. Yeah. You're not trying to track every single royalty sure, on it. And so what it. we're doing is we're prostituting yeah. our, our, for lack of a better phrase, we're prostituting yeah. these audio files mm-hmm. that the Lord has, has, has supposedly speaking through this pastor, through the Holy Spirit, and we can't really give that to the lost? Yeah. It really goes back to the question Pastor yeah. Xavier asked earlier from the scripture, you know, mm-hmm. if if indeed you have received this, why do you conduct yourself as if you have not? Right, right. Yeah, right. that's perfect. Honey. Right, and we don't. We're not saying that a church shouldn't take an offering or shouldn't no. teach on tithing. No, we do that, but we don't pressure. We do it as nonchalant as possible. We take one offering on Sunday, and that's all we do. And God takes care of the rest. I think he you should. You should absolutely. Like you guys sell a collection of one well, a USB drive for forty dollars. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You should absolutely do that. Yeah. But what yeah. you're not going to do is tell a lost person. You can't. I'm not going to tell you absolutely the plan of salvation unless you give me nine dollars and ninety nine cents. I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah. And even yeah. on those flash drives, we don't lock them so that yeah. people they can do whatever they want with the right. files. We no, don't care. Look, it took time to put this together. Sure, it takes time. You need to, in order to be a good steward of what you've been given, you need to, to charge money for some things. Absolutely. Sure. sure. But what I'm saying is, some of these pastors, I can't even play on a free radio sure. station Without because they'll sue me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, right. that makes it real easy to filter who yeah. and we should and shouldn't be listening to. Uh, sure. Hard to believe. <laughs> sure. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Keep It Simple, weekly radio talk show of Calvary Pasadena with Pastor Xavier, focusing on current ministry issues here and around the world. And we'll be right back with you after these messages. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock, Jesus said. And the rain fell, and the floods came, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. Pastor Xavier Reese says, by allowing the Lord's wisdom to guide us in our relationships, decisions, and priorities, we find that he provides the most trustworthy foundation any life could be built upon. And that's why he's presenting a teaching series on the basic foundations for the Christian faith. In it, he explains the importance of the Word of God, the gifts of the Spirit, the function of prayer and worship, and so much more. The Basic Foundations for the Christian Faith is a 12-message series available on audio CD for $32 or an MP3 disc for just $10 in the online store of Calvary Chapel, Pasadena. Look for the Basic Foundations for the Christian Faith series when you browse the online store at calvarychapelpasadena.com. Pastor Xavier Reese with the simple truth. The Word of God will keep me on track. You want to be a godly man, a godly woman, then know the Word of God. It is God's standard, absolute standard. Too many people don't believe that today. And so they get deceived. All you have to do is know the truth. And if you know the truth, when the light comes, you'll say, that's a lie. You've got to know the Word. 
Check the online program guide for Pastor Xavier Reese's daily expositional studies here on Simple Truths Radio at CalvaryChapelPasadena.com. Now available in the online store at CalvaryChapelPasadena.com. It's the complete verse-by-verse audio commentary of the scriptures from Genesis through Revelation taught by Pastor Xavier Reese from Calvary Chapel Pasadena's pulpit. Over 600 messages spanning the entire Bible. You'll receive the complete series in MP3 format contained on a single reusable USB flash drive that's both PC and Mac compatible for just $39.99. It's the simple truths of God's Word a commentary of all 66 books, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, compiled together in one convenient flash drive, ready to be loaded onto your computer or mobile device. Hear and study the Word of God at your own pace, anytime, anywhere. That's the verse-by-verse audio commentary of the entire Bible by Pastor Xavier Reese, contained on one PC Mac-compatible flash drive for just $39.99. Look for it in the audio messages section of the online store at calvarychapelpasadena.com. That's CalvaryChapelPasadena.com. We return now to Keep It Simple and this week's discussion, addressing issues of consequence for the church, hosted by Pastor Xavier Reese of Calvary Chapel Pasadena. And you're back with us here at Simple. Keep It Simple. Uh, we have a... Simple Truths Radio. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Same thing. With, with Pastor Xavier Reese and uh, our special guest in the studio today, Jay Lutz, who's uh, spending some time with us and actually uh, made a, a little bit of a trip down memory lane there for a while, talking about the, the beginnings of this technology that God's raised up and that he is using currently. And our hope is that it will go on to serve the body of Christ in some really powerful ways. And uh, our, our focus immediately is this coming year. We're, we're hopeful that God will just do amazing things, touch the hearts of people, and bring people to faith in Christ around the world as a result of his word going out. That's what the Bible promises. That's right. That's what yeah. the scripture tells us that he wants to do every single day. Yep. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Amen. Amen. Hearing. That's it. Hearing. That's it. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> it's You know, it's fascinating as we talk about hearing and how effective radio, internet radio, in this, this particular case is, in terms of putting the Word of God out. It's always been interesting to me how video presentation of a Bible study is never quite as effective as an audio message. It's very true. Yeah. You know, even, yeah. Go ahead. Too distracting. It is. Too many senses. I yeah. could talk on this for an hour and a half. There, Don't there, start. There's so much. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you know, you stop and look again, once again, you go back to the scriptures. Yes. Here's Amos the prophet. He's a fruit picker, sheep breeder. <laughs> He's up in the north. They say, hey, get out of here, you hick. Yeah. He says, hey, <laughs> don't talk to me. That's right. God sent me up here. He says, share God's word to proclaim God's word of warning. Yes. Can I get up? Verse on the hick part, please. I'm, I'm write well, that, that would down. be a, a fig picker. I think. <laughs> but you know, it's it's God's word. It's the proclamation, not the instrument, but the revelation of God's His word. That's the power. Paul says, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the power of God unto salvation, the Jew first and the Gentile. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, the just shall live by faith." He's quoting Habakkuk two four. Amen. And so it's God's proclamation. All the prophets did proclaim God's word. Some believed it, some rejected. Every generation was supposed to pass it down to their children, that they not stray, that they not depart and apostatize from God. 
And it is God's word, the proclamation. The, most of these guys, they, 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 they weren't dressed in the latest of fashions. They didn't, they weren't wealthy per se. You've got Solomon, but Solomon is the exception. Yeah. Uh, Solomon was a little girl. Uh, I'd rather have, uh, uh, one David than a thousand Solomons. Amen. Solomon was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He, everything was given to him. Uh, David, David earned everything as he depended on God. Amen. Can I say difference. real quick, you know, there's a distraction element, but also there's the requirements to do video. You know, now you're requiring right. more uh, bandwidth speed. You need a smartphone. You need all these things. Money. You know? and, and and I have, you know, people tell me, well, how come you're not doing this on Facebook Live and you know, all this stuff? But they don't, I, I don't think they understand the vision behind the station right. is to reach right. the ends of the earth for those that can afford uh, uh, the smart I movie. just drove two hours and 20 minutes to get here. Mm-hmm. I listened to radio all the way here. Hello. Yeah. yeah. I'm in. Sure. But here's what the great thing is, is I didn't have to search around for a radio station that was going to work. I mean, I would have gone through two different radio stations just getting here at least. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could tune into any, any one of these, any, anywhere with these, this, this technology. Yeah, you right. said hearing, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so here's hearing for you. This 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 passage in the Bible, Xavier. I want to hear what you have to say about this. This changed my entire perspective because you know how you can read the same scripture over and over and over again, but until God reveals what He wants you to get from it, when He wants you to get it, you're going to miss it. And it's Acts chapter two, verse. You can just start in verse two. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a mush, rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Now, the visual that you wouldn't understand out of this is one of the visuals I got with this technology was I envisioned people in a hut in Papua New Guinea with a mud floor sitting around a single cell phone. Right. That was my visual. Do you think that those people, that sound would sound like it was coming from heaven if they're hearing the word of God? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that You see the interpretation? Sure. Then sure. you continue on with mm-hmm. cloven tongues like his fire and sat upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. That means any language, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem, at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men of every nation under heaven. Now, when this was noised, audio, abroad, the multitude came together. Noise abroad came together. Mm-hmm. And were confounded, not because every man could hear the speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how here we every man in our own tongue. It blows my mind how God gives yeah. you those verses for the vision for this technology. He Jay shared with me a verse when we started our talk show in Jerusalem where it says, uh, preach the gospel to the ends of the earth, make disciples to the ends of the earth, starting in Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah, starting in Jerusalem. Going right. to the ends of the earth. And literally, that's what we were doing. I wrote that you fulfilled that scripture. It's in that newsletter. Okay, that yeah. yeah. And that just fried my brain. Because, yeah, I mean, literally, we're sending the gospel out to the ends of the earth. And we started it in and, Jerusalem. You know, it yeah. is amazing, it's amazing that when you look there, there's a lot going on in that scripture. But the bottom line is, whenever the word of God goes out, that the Lord will use it to touch the hearts sure, of men. Mm-hmm. Sure. But notice he begins with the rushing mighty wind mm-hmm. and the different things. But what makes it effective is the proclamation of the word of God in their own dialect. Yes. Mm-hmm. If they would have spoken in tongues, it would have been worthless. That's the vision that I saw that I couldn't explain, yeah. though. It's in their own dialect, able to understand. Yeah. It's the simple communication of language. 
that God uses so that people do not get impressed with the vessel, with the instrument. There you go. Yes. That they don't get distracted with with the man who believes he's so famous and that he's such, such a large congregation and that he's so irreplaceable and he has all these little things the way he moves around or says. That's what I was thinking about Pastor Chuck. He just stood there mm-hmm. and he taught the word of God. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to distract from God's word. Amen. He was fully aware that the spirit of God was present as the word goes forth dealing with people's hearts, building up the saints, doing the work in each individual that only God can do. And when we move away from that reverent awareness of God's presence when the Word of God is proclaimed, then we move the church into a modern-day, postmodern, quote-quote, presence and language that they use. Uh, And we run it like a business, like a corporation, like a coffee shop. And you become very irreverent to the things of God. You're not afraid to tick people off, are you? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more for you, though. One more for you, okay, Xavier. So you did, we just talked about what you just said is, again, we, I say this all the time. There's two sides to every coin. There's that side, right? But here's the rest of hearing. In, in the technology, the big concern is opportunity, so I tell people all the time, name every type of cell phone you can name. They go, iPhone, Android. There's 300 plus more operating systems. There's 9,000 other models of phones. Right. We just think in our little bubble in the U.S. that the whole world revolves around us. Mm-hmm. Well, what opportunity are we giving? Well, check this out. Romans 10, 14, and 15. How then, how? It's asking a question. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him? of whom they have not heard. And how shall they hear without a preacher? We're talking about opportunity here. This is Paul writing this, which, by the way, what we're doing next is basically modeled after Paul. And how shall they preach except they be sent? More than one type of sent now. You're doing it with the station. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. People don't have the opportunity to hear it if they have a phone that that requires an app to hear the audio when, in fact, no one made an app for that phone. And our technology erases that concept entirely. That little flip phone. They can get it with a little flip phone. In Liberia. You've heard the story about Chick, haven't you? You wanted to hear stories. You heard the story about Chick Chicalis? No. In Liberia? Mm, Well, kind of. Um, he didn't go there, but his voice did. So he's on the middle, he's in the Red Sea doing his talk show. And he's interviewing a pastor in Minnesota and one in Phoenix at the same time while in Israel. But the one in Minnesota had sent an email out to basically everybody he'd ever sent an email to before to let him know that he was going to be on the radio. Find out a week later, a few days later, that his nephew, I think it was, and eight or nine pastors sat in a dirt floor, cinder block walled, tin roofed hut in Liberia, listening on an 11 year old LG flip phone. Amen. Wow. Yeah. I didn't do that. Yeah. No, I got nothing to do awesome. with that. I have, I have news for you. Sure. Anyway, that, that's my point to you, yeah. about, Xavier, about hearing. Yeah. There's, there's a different way sure. of looking at hearing. Sure. Jay, sure. you shared with me maybe a month or two ago, uh, 
sort of a vision that the same way during the Reformation and with the invention of oh, the printing press. Oh, sure. You want me to hit that one? Yeah. That, okay. that fried my brain. How? Yeah, if you could share that. Okay, so at the time that uh, – and by the way, I just put my hands on a Bible that was printed in 1694, 92. Oh, wow. I was able to hold it. It's a $9,000 Bible. I said, God – uh, <laughs> if ever you could, I mean, I was emotional holding this thing, but I was reminded of what you just said. Mm-hmm. At the time of Gutenberg's incredible invention of the printing press, only the wealthiest, the Catholic priests, and the politicians could have a Bible. And that Bible was considered power because the people didn't know what was in it. And when he invented the printing press, the common man was able to read in his own language and that's what led to the Protestant Reformation and other things is that all of a sudden God could speak to the people directly. Amen. Not since then um, has there been another invention, so I've been told, um, like internet radio. If, in other words, take my invention out of it. Take sure. me out of it in order to remain humble, okay? Forget this specific thing. You can say what you want. But the concept of what is happening, right. of being able to be anywhere in the world and listen on nearly any mobile device Without any tech barrier, education barrier, literacy barrier, it, no, none of these barriers, mm-hmm. not since Gutenberg's printing press, has the, the Bible been more able to be more freely distributed. Sure. And yeah. even then with the Bible, you had to be able to read it or have someone who could read it. Mm-hmm. Now, Xavier can just speak in two languages to anybody he wants to that hears those languages. Yeah. This yeah. is When you start thinking about it in comparison yeah. to the reach of the Gutenberg printing press... It kind of helps you understand how powerful this technology really is. Yeah, totally. If that helped, if that was the answer to your... Yeah, yeah. no, that fried my brain because, yeah, you know, not just those around the world who can afford a smartphone, you know, an iPhone or an Android, but those who have an 11-year-old flip phone can now have access to internet. Well, how about this too for adopting technology? This is another concept. You know, it's like I have to convince you to air it, right? I have to convince you to use this. Once you use it, you go off. But you have to convince people to listen to it. Here's what's interesting. Um, by comparison of new technology, at the time that uh, out, r- shortly after uh, Henry Ford had invented the car, if you will, which he didn't invent, but mass produced, mm-hmm. by the time that this got out and was basically the new way of life, he was asked a question about his te- about his quote technology, and his answer was interesting. He said, "Had I listened to the people, I would have invented a faster horse and buggy." They didn't want to adopt. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now they want the horse and buggies out of the way so we can go 150 miles an hour. The point is, is we have to move with the technology, right? So who's usually way, way behind? Christians. Sure. Who should be in the lead? Christians. And you guys are proactive leaders with this and you're setting a great example. Amen. God is good in that way. Yeah. The way I, in looking back, he's always allowed us to still be on the cutting edge but still get the word out you know i've seen that throughout the years well know, look at your website look at your look at all the other stuff that you guys are doing you're staying relevant and if we want to be relevant as if you want to reach the lost you need to be relevant yeah yeah who yeah. wants to join a club where everybody's you know pathetic the important thing about that of mm-hmm. course is that the scripture the word of god is always relevant yeah yeah that's yeah. the that is really the right. thing yeah right. and it's been so cool looking back because God has allowed us in the tech world to stay relevant, but it's not like we're trying really hard to be on the cutting. You know, like even me, I'm 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 a graphic design background. You know, I mean, I understand tech, but 
but God still allows his purposes to happen through us, through me, through you, y'all, you know, and the way he does that, it, it always fries my brain. Yeah. Always. But once again, the, the simplicity of the proclamation of the gospel. Amen. That's the main thing. The vehicle, it's always man. It's more effective than anything else. I mean, you stop and think about, um, as Paul is proclaiming the gospel in the world that he was, um, the early, um, uh, first century church. That radical stuff. Stuff he was saying was radical because the gospel transcends culture. The problem is that when the people in the church, leaders in the church, become ensnared by the culture and they feel they have to bow to the culture or they won't be able to hold the attention of people. Listen, no one can hold the attention of people. When this herald um, was, was hired by the state, it's called Caruso, the word, he, he was hired by the state to make proclamations. The message was not his. It was given to him. Mm. His, his authority was not his. It was vested to him. He was not responsible for the message's response by the people, only for proclaiming the accurate message. That's what each person is. They are called by God to proclaim the word of God. The message is not theirs. They're not to mess with it. Don't alter the word of God. Give it. You're afraid it's going to offend. Don't worry about it. God take the responsibility. It's his word. And the authority is given to you by God. And you're not responsible for people's response. You're only responsible to proclaim the truth of God's word. To warn people that they are lost. If they die, they will end up in hell. And that God in his love has sent his son to save you if you will repent from your sins. Simple. Basic, powerful. That's why he's not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow. And that makes Amazing. all the difference. I'm going yep. to go to walk-in yep. clinic when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. The Lord is, and you know, the Lord is so faithful because he opens the door. He gives the opportunity. As, you know, we were talking about the Apostle Paul. He may be one of the great examples in Scripture of somebody whose physical appearance uh, was an, absolutely was... Uh, objectionable yeah. to the people. I mean, he, he wrote it down himself. You know, they say of me that, you know, his appearance is uh, weak. And, weak, yeah. yeah. But in the power. Yeah. You can, yeah. my my point yeah. is, is that <clears throat> we are not to adapt to society, no. Right. When it comes to the methods of reaching the lost, we need to be on the forefront sure. of that. Technology, But everything. the minute you start changing your message because right. you changed your format, right. you're done. Right, right, right. And it's it's yeah. unfortunate, but you know the world does work in the hearts of well-intended people in that way. Popularity has a way yeah. Yeah. of eroding a spiritual commitment in the hearts of men and women. What's great about radio too is is no matter how ugly you are, you can still have a voice for it. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. That's what that's yeah. what we're talking about here. <laughs> you and I are fine. These two yeah. are gorgeous. Radio is <laughs> fine. <laughs> that way they they can't see it. it doesn't distract and it doesn't scare people. So that's it's right. good. <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> right? It would be done. Yeah. That's the thing. You'd be done. If yeah. People, that's how people are. People a, are weird. That's like part that. of those distractions we were just talking about. People will you know, judge video. Yeah. They'll judge how you look, the production, the lighting, all these things right. suddenly it make your message illegitimate. Right. Sure. But with radio, if we can give good quality, yeah. get that out of there. The message is all that it's matters. the most effective form of communication for the gospel. Totally. Radio. Totally. Amen. I love you. Can I get a quote for that, please? <laughs> I'm going to cut that up into a sound bite. Right. <laughs> and that is, you know, our gratitude to the Lord is that 
you see, we didn't, we didn't really have to understand these things. Mm-hmm. God revealed to Pastor Xavier and allowed him to lead and direct. God raised up the body of believers and the multitude of people that are represented by us being able to. Yeah. And God brought you with Chick, and, and then he yeah. called me. And yeah. I mean, God put it all together. Amen. And like I said, you, and then the bottom line at the end result is that whoever's involved and comes into that plan that God is doing, the response is always to praise God, to thank God, to give the glory to God, to try to be as good steward as we can with what God has given. And that's it. And you keep going on to the next thing, whatever God has. And if God tarries a thousand more years, He will do the exact same thing for the next generation. God will raise up people no matter how good and moral the world may get, no matter how evil it may get, God will always raise up His people to proclaim His Word, to save people, and every person will have an opportunity, or otherwise God could not judge a person because He would be unjust. Amen. And so, it's personal responsibility. I cannot tell you when, where, and how, but before anyone dies, they will hear the gospel. Otherwise, God has to be a liar. He cannot be just. He cannot be true. Because he said he sent his son, his only son, to die for the world. That whoever believes in him. Therefore, if he sent, everybody has to hear that message at one time or another. Sure. I know we only have a few minutes here. But uh, I've seen firsthand, and I know that God's behind it. Because I've seen the enemy try to oppose this work through internet radio Amen. you i see it all the time you know anytime we're about to add something to the station anytime we're about to launch the state whatever i've seen firsthand the enemy try to disrupt that and that's how i know god is in it and know? the work of god is always opposed sure yeah, true. yeah always and, true. and in a way it's an encouragement in a way you know yeah so if you're out there listening uh, i know we've talked about a lot of technology and how it came about and all that but the bottom line is we're talking about the gospel and the privilege that we have to be able to communicate the simple grace of Jesus Christ. That um, anybody can call on his name. That all of us are lost. If it wasn't for Jesus Christ um, making that way, we would all end up in hell. So therefore, nobody can boast. Nobody can um, claim any elitism. Nobody can uh, can say, I came on my own merit. Um, God forgives every sin because just being born into this world is a sinner. You are headed for hell. You are a sinner. It, you, you don't, you're not a sinner because of what you did. You do what you did because you're a sinner. Mm-hmm. That's your nature. Uh, darkness attracts us. Uh, we're creating the image and likeness of God, so we have a potential for good, but our bent is towards evil. Jeremiah 17, 9 says, The heart of man is deceitful, desperately wicked above all things. Who can know it? Only God. Only God knows the full depravity of my potential. And it has to be really ugly because what I know is ugly enough. And so if you're out there, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, call upon his name. Ask him, Lord, forgive me for my sins. I recognize I'm a sinner. Give me a new heart. Fill me with your spirit in Jesus' name. He will save you. He'll bury your sins in the deepest ocean. He will place them behind his back. He will never mention them again. He'll cast them as far as east as the west. Where are you going to get a deal like that? Amen. Nowhere Amen. but heaven. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. What a gift. 
You know, Jay, we're really grateful you were able to take the time to be with us here today. We're certainly going to be praying for the rest of your your trip. Thank yep. you very very much for having me. Thank Amen. you, Jay. Thank you very much. Pleasure. for coming. Pleasure. It was awesome. And for those of you in the listening audience, thank you for turning into uh, Simple Tunes Radio and to the talk show here, Keep It Simple, with Pastor Xavier Reese. We encourage you to take advantage of the resources available. Uh, you can certainly go to uh, calvarychapelpasadena.com, the uh, church website, see the scheduling as well as a multitude of uh, free Bible study materials that are available. Yeah. To Pastor Xavier just started Chronicles, so enjoy that. That's that's online now. Amen. So. Amen. Be- best Bible study you're ever going to hear in the book of Chronicles. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> awesome stuff. We're grateful for it. been listening to Keep It Simple with your host, Pastor Xavier Reese on Simple Truths Radio. We hope today's broadcast has informed, encouraged, and challenged you in your own personal walk with Christ. For more information regarding Simple Truths Radio Ministries or Calvary Chapel Pasadena, please visit calvarychapelpasadena.com. We hope you'll be back for our next discussion and may God richly bless your day.